Welcome to Her Talks Radio, a weekly podcast created to share my voice with you. This is my safe zone, and I welcome you into it with open arms. These episodes are not created to substitute for those seeking medical help from professionals. Her Talks is here to be your retreat. I will share my own experiences with trauma and everyday adversities and give you a glimpse on how I overcome daily. I hope that my messages reach you with love and you leave this space feeling healed, embraced, and restored. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together, and just breathe together. I talk, we talk, her talks. Love and light. Happy Tuesday, loves. Welcome back to Her Talks Radio. We are now on episode four. We had a little glitch last week. We kind of missed out. I'll explain that to y'all later. But we are on episode four this Tuesday. I'm so happy to have you back and listening with me. Of course, I have just a few things to get off my chest today. Um, but let's rewind it. What what have we missed since the last time we talked? Thanksgiving. How was everybody's Thanksgiving? Mine was wonderful. It was quite different than it usually is. Um, I'm I'm so used to being gone from home. You know, being in the military, I was far away all the time. So I, I can't say that this Thanksgiving was a lot different. I was able to be with family, so that was great. Uh, my son, he flew in, he lives in Arizona. My second oldest son, so he stayed with us for a week. He got here on the Saturday before Thanksgiving and he left this sun, this past Sunday. So that was wonderful, just having all four of my babies under the same roof, it was great. Um, and who else came to the house? My aunt came and a few of my cousins and her boo and my brother came. So that was great. It it wasn't a house full, it was 11, 11 people. So. I, I loved it. We had turkey, we had ham, dressing, mac and cheese, you know, the usual greens, green bean casserole. Um, I made cranberry sauce, even though we had it from the can as well. I'm used to having the can back in the day, but over these few years, I've decided to make the cranberry sauce just because it's healthier and I like the way it tastes. Um, had some pies, had a few cakes. Um, we didn't have sweet potato pie. I think I may be the only one in my family who doesn't like sweet potato pie. I don't know why. I've had it like two times in my life. Um, The first time I had it, I hated it. The second time, it was okay. But I think I'm just so used to pumpkin pie. Yes, I am a big pumpkin pie fan. Um, So I made two pumpkin pies, but I made them differently. They were pumpkin caramel pies. They were good, but I didn't really like the texture. So I think for Thanksgiving, when I make it again, I'll make it the way I usually make it. So I can actually enjoy it the way I usually enjoy it because I didn't enjoy it like the past. So I don't know, I just tried to do some things different this time and it was a learning experience. But like I said, it was nice. I hope you guys enjoyed your Thanksgiving and you were able to spend it with family and friends and you know just love on each other and let each other know how grateful you are um there were a few family members that i really would have loved to see but i didn't get to see them and i think it was not even i think i know it was by choice um 
it was good for my mental health, honestly. Like I said, I wanted to see them, but I knew seeing them would spark up a lot of emotions that I was not willing to have on Thanksgiving. And I'm really into that, you know, taking care of my mindset, taking care of my family's mindset, getting rid of negative energy. Um, just really trying to get healthy and be mindful of that. So I chose not to see them, period, point blank. Um, they could have chose to see me, but they didn't open up the, the window to see me. So I won't call any names out on here, but just know if you listen in, I know you were available. But yeah, besides that, Thanksgiving was good. Um, I didn't get dressed up. You know, the tradition is usually, you know, you put your makeup on, you get all snazzy just to sit up in the house all day. This year, I chose not even to go there. My hair was wild. Um, I had on, what did I have on? I think I had on some sweats, a sweatshirt and some leggings or something. I don't even remember what I wore. That's how serious it was. Um, I didn't do my makeup. I think when the family got here, I decided to put some bobby pins in my hair, but it, I still looked a hot mess, but that's okay. I mean, they see me like this before, so it was just great. Like there wasn't much, it wasn't stressful. It wasn't stressful like it usually is. And I think before Thanksgiving, I had the, that moment where I was getting stressed out. So I guess I can tie that into why we didn't record last week. So actually we did record. What had happened was, let me go ahead and say that, um, me and my sons, we recorded, I think the show ended up being over an hour and it was a great episode, great episode. I hate to rub that in your face, but I'll say it again. It was a great episode. Um, after we recorded, I saved it, but unfortunately I had some glitches and some issues with my electronics and it deleted everything. Not just our recording, but it also deleted some of my pictures, it deleted some of the, um, my journaling that I had on it, it was gone. So I pretty much had to re reboot everything. And I stressed out and thought about redoing it again, but the moment was just not there anymore. I got really stressed out. I actually had a breakdown. I have to be honest with you. I had a breakdown and that goes along with that whole perfection thing where you know, we try to make sure everything's perfect. And when it's not, and when we can't be in control of it, we freak out. So honestly, I, I freaked out. I won't even get on here and pretend I didn't. I did have a moment where I just lost it. And thank God I have a great support system because I had, I heard so many words of encouragement and I just decided at that point, you know what? right now my family is more important my time with them and you know creating memories it's more important than stressing out over an episode because i knew that i would be back this tuesday so i chose to postpone that show um i chose not to redo the show and i just spent time with them so unfortunately this episode is not an episode with them on it but I will be talking about, you know, what we talked about just a little bit because the conclusion of all that is that that moment was for me and my boys. Like I learned so many things from them that 
I, I didn't know, like I got to see a whole side of them that I was proud of. Um, it, it was just good. It was for us. That moment was for us and it wasn't for y'all. And that's not a bad thing. I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm just saying that sometimes we have to be mindful and look at like things happen for a reason. And I, I really truly believe that that reason was it was for me and them and not for anybody else. So yeah, with that being said, Thanksgiving break was wonderful. It was wonderful. Um, we did have, or I, I did have, you know, a little bit of seasonal depression during that time. Um, I am really going to touch on that next month in those episodes where we talk about, you know, seasonal depression and self-care and, you know, the important things during that time. But I know, I'm aware that I experienced it from the months of October. I would say from November to like springtime for me, like close to springtime. So um, I went through that a little bit, but overall it was wonderful. Um, On Thanksgiving, we had music, we had dancing. My son and my brother, oh my goodness. Um, They are the dancing machines of the house, apparently. Um, So we got to have some laughs with them. Me and the kids watched movies. We laid up. We ate junk food. Um, We talked. We had pictures on Saturday. It was just, it was really nice. And I'm really looking forward to Christmas. I just love both holidays and not necessarily because of how the world sees it you know eating a whole bunch of food or christmas gifts i just love the memories of it i love the smells i love looking at the kids and just seeing how happy they are they're just in a whole different mindset during the holidays and it's almost like why can't you be like this the whole year i don't know they just really loving during that time so if my kids happen to listen to this, that's my question to you. Why can't you be like that the whole year? Not that they're not loving, but it's just a whole, it's on a whole different level. But anyway, let's get into this conversation. So me and the boys, um, our episode was about the holidays, like having holidays with them and them just growing up with me. And we played a game together and it was... Um, questions that I had for them and questions that they had for me. So I'm not going to go into detail about the questions that I asked them because, you know, like I said, that was for me and it was for them. Like, I'll, I guess I can tell y'all the questions and maybe these are questions you can share with your kids and get their perspectives, but I really, I won't go into detail of what their answer is. How about that? So basically, um, Like I said, the holidays with them, it was great. It's always great. Um, I think I stress out more than they stress out. Um, And they just kind of look at me like, here here goes mom again. And that was one of the conversations we had. Like, what, what are the holidays like for you guys? And honestly, I had no idea that they love the holidays so much because I am so hard on myself during the holidays. I freak out. I want everything to be perfect. I think there there have been years where I go above and beyond trying to get gifts. And I know we've all done it. Maybe not all, but a lot of us have done it where we are trying to buy everything in the dang store just to make these kids smile and make them happy and 
you know, make sure the decorations are on point and blah, blah, blah. If you can do that, by all means do it. But if you know that it is going to create a lot of stress for you, I would say don't do it. And I say that just from the, like talking to the boys last week, them seeing me stress out like that, it caused tension in the house. It causes them to stress out and worry. They're not sure how to act around me. And I, and it's not fair, you know, it's not fair to them. So they said that holidays are great around, around the house. It was just me like getting in my own head. So I'm really going to be mindful going into Christmas and just do everything with love. It's not necessarily about how many gifts we have or, you know, how big or small our decorations are. It's just really about creating love in the house, like love and comfort. And that's really what the whole month of December, I am really hoping, not even the month of December, from now until then, um, just making sure that I'm mindful of why I'm doing it. And I'm not doing it for the gifts because honestly, the gifts that I bought them two years ago, I can't even tell you if I still see those gifts. I can't remember what it was. It probably doesn't work now. It's probably somewhere in the garage. It probably went to Goodwill. It probably broke. So now I'm just focused on the memories the memory. So I'll check back in with y'all around Christmas time frame to let you know how I'm doing, but that is really something that I want to get serious about. So it's time for me to start writing that stuff down, like some different recipes, because I want to leave the kids with, you know, something they can take for their kids later on in the years, later, later, later on in the years, because I'm not ready to be anybody's grandma. I'm only 38. I'll be 39 in December. Ain't nobody got time to be a grandma right now. Not me anyway. So, yeah, I'm hoping these kids don't have kids for about 20 years. <laughs> but I do want to leave something with them, like those kind of memories and recipes and traditions and things like that. So one of the questions, getting into these questions, I don't know... I don't know what made me decide to go with the questions that I chose, but I'm so thankful that I did because we really didn't have an outline of how we were gonna do it. We just knew we were gonna get on here and we were just gonna have a good time. And really that's what we did. We laughed, we joked, it got serious. Um, but I'm glad I asked these questions. So one of the questions that I asked, mm, my son, Caleb, and Caleb is my second oldest. I asked him to describe three words or tell me three words that best described him. And he said, optimistic, ambitious, and creative. And when he didn't just give those answers, he went into like explaining those words and how they, what they meant to him. And it was just, it was just beautiful to sit across from him and see him be so open about who he is. And also, it was almost like he was affirming himself and loving on himself. And that was always a worry for me, not with just him, but all four of my boys. If I have shown them enough love, 
for them to love themselves enough. So just hearing his answers, it just gave me confirmation that, okay, it's not bad. It's not all bad, you know? Like, he's holding on to something, and it's not, and it's something good, you know? So that was just, I don't know. Like, seeing the look on his face, it was a positive for him, but it was a positive for me as well. So I I absolutely love that question for him. Um, a question that I asked my oldest son, Zay, or Xavier, it was, what is something you think kids understand but adults don't? So to summarize, like to shorten up his answer, basically he went into how how parents or how adults, our, our perception, basically like we're trying to keep them from doing things without knowing the backstory. And when he said it, we had this really big conversation. Like we went into a conversation of, you know, different perspectives, which I thought was awesome because it showed me that yeah, on the end of it, I'm mom and I'm pushing you and telling you, okay, don't do that. Or, you know, that's not a good idea. Basically, I'm trying to shield him from the mistakes that I've made because I know, I mean, I've been through it before, but the way that he sees it is like, just let me make the mistake. Let me grow up. Give me some space. So it changed the way... the way I think as far as, you know, how hard I am on the kids. I am super hard on my kids. Um, I've been told that, you know, I'm like a drill sergeant sometimes. I, You know what? Raising boys, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. And I always hear, like, I don't like people to tell me Happy Father's Day because I'm not a dad. Like, tell me Happy Mother's Day all day long. I am... I am one of those ones, I believe that I cannot teach a man how to be a man. I can teach them love and, you know, compassion and, you know, the things that I know as a woman, I can teach them how to be respectful. I can teach them how to be, you know, what I see in the Bible, like godly men, but I like, I can't necessarily teach them how to be a man because I've never been a man. So it puts a lot of stress on me. And I know I can be very, very pushy with them and very, um, I can be a drill sergeant. It's just the truth. I really can be. So hearing him say some of the things that he said to that question, it made me realize that there are times that I'm too hard and I need to take a step back. I need to take a step back because I don't want to push them away. And I don't want him to feel like, or them, I don't want them to feel like they can't come to me. So those mistakes that I see in the future, I need to give them advice and I need to take a step back and I need to let them make a choice because we're all given choices, right? So who am I to take his choice away? Um, All I can do is give him wisdom and guide him and love him through it. So... Man, that w- that conversation with them was awesome. Um, 
So if you, oh my gosh, I recommend this for anybody who has kids. If you have kids, sit down with them, write out some questions and ask them those questions and give them the floor to ask you questions back. Because I'm telling you, it is go- it's going to change the way you think about parenting and the way you see from their, like the way you see things. You'll get to see things from their perspective. And it was just wonderful. So going down the list, um, I think I asked them three questions each. So one was one thing you don't know how to do, but you wish you did know how to do. That was a fun question. It was a fun question, then it became serious. Um, Another was if you were a remote control that has a rewind button, a fast forward button, a stop button, or a start button, what button would you press and why? I love that question and I think it was it was so deep because everybody has a different answer and I love the answers that I got from it. Um, another one was what advice would you give to younger kids in middle school and I said that because my kids are one just graduated high school the other one is in his senior year so it gave me an idea of what they went through in middle school And it also gave me an idea like how would they mentor their middle school brothers because both their brothers are in middle school. So it was just, it was awesome. Um, Another one, what advice would you give to kids who have parents in the military? And I chose that question because this was, November is I believe military, um, military family appreciation or something like that. So that one was a good conversation with us because the boys, all they've known their whole life is military. They were born into parents who were already in the military. So they're used to moving around. They're used to diversity. They're used to um, change basically and having to adapt into something new. So I can say that from that conversation, I got to see how resilient they are, but I also got to see how it affected them growing up as far as making friends and stress because I was always, you know, stressed out about the move, but never really considering that the kids were going through the same, we're going through the same thing, maybe not the same type of stress, but they were also stressed. So it gave me an idea of how I can cater to their needs now. Because even though I'm retired now, they're still going through a transition. They're still going through having to adapt, being somewhere new. And now like like our values and everything, it's a lot different. It's a lot different being in a military family versus being a civilian family. There are some big differences. So I, I now get to see like watching my two youngest kids, how they, interact with other kids who don't have parents in the military and now you know my oldest boys gave me an idea and now I know what to say to help them so I really appreciated that question and a question that I had for the both of them to finish off our questions was um, has there been an incident in your life which you think has impacted the way you think or live the life that you have so I asked both of them that question and it was so crazy they had the same answer. They had the same incident. And what was even crazier is that the question was flipped to me. And one of 
or excuse me, their incident was one of my incidences as well. So we got to sit down and actually share how that incident has affected us, good and bad. So we talked about the good with that incident, like how we grew from it and you know where we see ourselves now, but we also got to bond over how it hurt us. And I think that was a very powerful moment, a very powerful moment. Um, one of the questions that they had for me and I really, I was really nervous about their questions, honestly, because you know, kids ask questions all the time. And sometimes they ask them at those moments where we're not ready to talk about it. So I think that one or their questions kind of stressed me out before I knew what they were, because I was like, oh my gosh, how am I, how am I gonna answer the question if I'm not ready for it? And how honest should I be? Because one, I don't wanna scare them. I don't want to freak them out and I don't want to confuse them. Thank goodness they asked me questions that I was ready for. Um, they asked me two questions. And one of the questions that really struck home with me was the way that I was raised. So the way they asked me was, um, do you think the way you were raised or do you think the way you raised us was a result of how you were raised or a result of your upbringing and that question left my mouth open because you know when you're in the like when you're in the zone of parenting a lot of times you don't have time to sit back and reflect on why you made that decision with your kids or why did you just yell at them or why did you just you know jump to that conclusion or why did you just make that big decision but them asking me that question allowed me to reflect a little bit so there was a big pause like wow first of all i was very impressed <laughs> i was very impressed with that question um but I was very impressed that they even, I guess, that they were ready to ask me that already. You know, I didn't think that would be a conversation until they were in their 30s, but these kids came at me with some questions that I was just like, wow, you guys are still teens and you're asking me these. Like kids now, that whole, you know, millennials and millennials are crazy and we can learn a lot from millennials. We really can. We can learn a lot from these these kids growing up now even though you know the way they do things is so different than the way we did them I learned something from my kids every single day and it's like you have to be open to it it opens my eyes to like a brand new world it keeps me relevant it keeps me cool it keeps me aware it it helps me grow it really does so that question allowed me to reflect and sit back and kind of say, you know what? I do, I do raise you guys based on the way I was raised. Um, and even after I sat down and talked to them, I had to even leave that conversation and go write down some stuff and think about what was it like growing up? Like what were our family traditions back then? Like one of the things that I answered to the boys was, you know, I was so used growing up I was so used to being told, you know, respect your elders. So I had to apologize to them because I know that there has been moments in 
my boys' life where I was just like, hey, that grown-up spoke to you, you say something back. Or you say yes, ma'am. You say yes, sir. You say no, sir. You say no, ma'am. But, like, I had to apologize because I pushed it too hard. And I think it was pushed so hard to me that I was respecting adults who didn't respect me. Um, And it got so bad. I respected them so much that they disrespected me over and over again. So it was almost like I was pushing my kids to people that they weren't comfortable with. So that was a very intimate conversation for me because I had to think back, like I could see in the boy's face where they weren't comfortable with some people. And I was still like, no, like I wasn't saying like touch, you know, hug that person or sit on that person's lap. But I did tell them like, hey, respect that person. And then after, you know, that person was out the picture or not, face-to-face with us I had to have a conversation with them and I'm like hey when a grown-up is talking to you you make sure you say this and I'm disappointed and and I shouldn't have been that way what I should have did is sit with them and ask them what made you not respect them the way that you know the way that you know we do in our household because the kids already know they already know the rules mama's rules they already are like the way that my rules are it's already engraved in them since day one I've always been that mom like this is how we do things so I should pay attention to their patterns I should pay attention to their reactions and their facial expressions and that should have been a conversation where I sit with them and say you know what's bothering you because if I would know what's bothering them then I would get it so that even goes along like with something else that we discussed with that question. And that was, I was so used to keeping my mouth shut. And you know that saying, like, a kid stays in their place, stay in your lane, you stay in your place, don't ask me no questions. I said what I said, it's because I said so. So a big thing that I do now with the kids, I allow them an open floor. So yes, mom said what she said, but now I wanna hear what you say. Like, tell me what you say, tell me your thoughts. And I know, especially the older people in the family, don't agree with it. Because it's like, you know, why is this, why are you letting your kid talk back to you? Or why are you explaining yourself to your kids? First of all, my kids don't talk back to me. So it's not that they're talking back to me. I asked them a question and now I'm allowing them to answer that question. And the other thing is, why am I explaining myself to them? Why not? Why not? If they're respecting like if i'm expecting them to explain themselves to me why can't i explain myself to them like to me it's respectful and i feel like it gives them an example of what it should be like when they leave out of these out of this house like explain don't just take anybody's word don't if you don't agree with that word or something just does not seem right ask the question ask why ask why or ask Um, I don't understand, can you explain it to me? So they do know that. They respect me enough to, you know, not look at me when I say something and be like, why? Or say it with an attitude. They know to say like, mom, I don't understand. And then I'll explain it to them. And they also know when to approach me because there's a time and a place for it. So don't, don't do it like when I'm super mad or 
we're in the store or something like that. But if you don't understand, you come to me and you and you ask me and we'll sit down and have a conversation. So that was a big one. And I think, you know, after sitting down with the boys and having that conversation with them and going through these questions, first of all, it won't be the last time that I do this. I think this is something that will now be, I don't want to say our tradition, but I think this is something that I really, I'm really thankful for. I'm very, very thankful for that conversation. And I'm thankful that the idea was given to me because it opened up so many doors with my kids. And I think it actually took down another wall and it created a bond for us because I learned a lot about them that I didn't know in just an hour and they learned some stuff about me in just an hour and I got to share with them some things that I hadn't shared with them before so I'm very thankful for that so if you have kids I am telling you especially as a mom who has been diagnosed with anxiety and PTSD I am telling you it is such a relief to be able to sit down and actually talk instead of your brain like freaking out over stuff that you don't even know what the answer is. So that's what it really did for me. It allowed me to kind of loosen up my shoulders and say, first of all, I'm not, I'm not such a bad parent. These boys, they have been listening to me and I am so, so very thankful. So if you are a parent, I suggest that maybe you create something like this with your kids. Maybe write down some questions or talk to them and say, you know what, tonight we're gonna play a game. And that game is gonna be called, I don't know, make up your own name, I don't know. We didn't really have a name for ours. It was just a game, a game of questions. Um, But let them know, like, we're gonna have this many questions. I'm gonna ask you some questions. You can ask me some questions. They can be fun questions, a mixture of fun and serious questions. But I'm telling you, after that, you will learn so much about your child, so much. I'm so very, like I said, very thankful for it. And thankful for my kids. Like, shout out to them. I'll say, like, they couldn't be on the show with me, but this show is dedicated to them. Shout out to them for teaching me how to love and teaching me how to see things differently to have a different perspective because it's not always about the way I think I'm so used to also one of my trademarks is being in control it can be control of relationships control of my kids control of my schedule control of day-to-day I mean the simplest things it could be because I want control the way I clean up it has to be put a certain way but they teach me every single day that it's not always about what I want it's about what other people want um there's different ways to see things so shout out to them for that shout out to them for loving me the way they do like even this morning I sent um my boys a scripture like I text them a a piece of my devotional from yesterday and it was such a good word so I shared it with them and they both like sent back gratitude and it was just like you know thank you mom for this good word and I was just telling my older son on the text 
you know, you're welcome. I'm just trying to, you know, better myself so I can be better for you guys as well. And his response was, you know, we love you, not word for word, but we love you just the way you are, mom, which I appreciate so much. I appreciate that they love me no matter what. And I think sometimes as a parent, we have to sit back and think about our kids and how they have this unconditional love for us. Even when we make mistakes, they still come back and they still love us. Um, And just creating something different from them because, you know, family, goodness. Family is a, man, I don't even know what word to use, but family, family can make or break you in real life. (laughs) They really can. And, you know, God gives us our families for different reasons. I mean, like I strongly believe that my parents were created to help God create me. I really truly believe that. And like what I'm trying to say is there's a purpose for our family. But sometimes you have to separate yourself from your family. And when you have kids, that can be the hardest thing. So I do want to leave on that note. Um, I do want to share that, that when you have kids, and there's things going on within your family that is not necessarily good things. It can be what they call it traditional, some people call it traditional curses or, you know, just unstable habits or secrets or, you know, unforgiveness and grudges and just all kinds of stuff that's not healthy. Don't be afraid to separate yourself from that. It can be the hardest thing when you have kids because even though you're trying to separate yourself, you're also separating your family. But as a parent, sometimes you have to make the best call. You have to make the best call for yourself and your family and decide like what what kind of things do you want? What kind of cycles, that's the word I'm looking for. What kind of cycles do you want to allow to keep going on in your family? within your family. And me, myself, I refuse to allow cycles to continue on. The cycles of secrecy and abuse and hatred and grudges and just all that. I have decided to separate myself from that. And it's not, it's not easy. I must say that it's not easy. Every day is, is hard, especially when you're used to having certain people in your life and then all of a sudden not having those people. I have to really get clear on why I'm doing it. I have to stay prayed up and continuously ask God for help and strength and guidance and patience and forgiveness. That's one that I'm really dealing with right now is forgiveness because I know that not forgiving, it stops a lot of things that God's trying to do within my life. So... I do want to leave on that note that if you are going through that as well, that you're going through some cycles within your family and you have and you have children, even if you don't have children and you just want to create something better for yourself, don't don't be afraid to step away from it. Do not be afraid to step away from it as long as you're stepping away the right way. It doesn't have to be in an ugly way. I'm pretty sure I said this before, but I'll say it again don't be afraid of it. So that ends our conversation um, for today, for this Tuesday 
it was really great once again sharing with y'all and just thank you so much again i can't say that enough thank you for always you know supporting me those who are supporting me and who actually listen to my voice (laughs) um that's something that i deal with a lot too like is anybody hearing my voice so if you are hearing my voice i can't thank you enough I really can't. I don't know who you are, but I can't thank you enough for accepting me into your heart and into your life, into your ear, because, you know, I know we have to be mindful about the things that we allow ourselves to hear. So I'm very, very thankful and I don't I don't take it for granted at all. So thank you for accepting me as I am, as imperfect as I am and just giving me that safe space where I can share about myself and I think I'm becoming more comfortable with this because now I'm talking about my family and more about myself so be on the lookout for that I mean it just feels really good to say what I want to say without you know feeling uncomfortable because there had there have been some moments where you know speaking my truth it's been very uncomfortable but I don't know. God is good. I'm, I don't know. I'm getting in the groove of this thing. So thank you for giving me the opportunity. So I hope you have a great Tuesday. I hope you feel love from this episode. I hope that you learned something from it. I, I don't know what it is, but I hope you got something from it. I really do. Um, I hope you know how much I love you and I hope you know that I'm here for you if you need me. So you can reach out to me. I, I say this all the time at the end. You can find me on Instagram at Casey underscore happy life. If you want to go on my website, which I am currently revamping a little bit, it's CarlaChapman.net or you can find me on Facebook, Carla Chapman. It is a private page, so you would have to request me as a friend. But um, if I see you on there and I know you'll be good for my mental health, I will definitely accept your request. Um, I love you so much and I can't wait to talk to you next Tuesday. I hope you have a very, very blessed week, a very warm week. I know it's cold here in Texas. I think right now I'm dealing with 55 degrees, but it's cold to me. Um, And I hope you just experience the love and blessings that you so deserve. Have a great one.